Oh, y'all, I'm super excited this morning because Jordan, like I said, Jordan um, took out the time to be able to do this live with me. So I'm going to give Jordan and I'll be looking at you guys' comments, too. I'll, get, I'll give Jordan a moment to introduce herself and to tell us about who she is, um, to tell us about her brand and what she does. All righty. So my name is Jordan. I am from the 757. I am a licensed esthetician, a licensed professional esthetician in the state of Virginia. Um, in the state of Virginia, it's a like a professional esthetician and a master esthetician. Um, the only difference is a master esthetician can perform more services like your chemical peels, your microderms, um, the like all the um devices and stuff like that so i'll be going to school next year to get my um master aesthetics license so i'll do a whole nother six months of school yes, um, yes i'm so excited um i'm actually starting school in september to become a permanent makeup artist so that's like microblading and lip blush all of yes. those things um i specialize and waxing right now, full body waxing, but eventually I think I found my niche, which is eyebrows. That's the reason why I decided to go back to school to do the permanent makeup. Yes. Um, I can still do the other services as well um, with being a master esthetician. But if I had to choose one thing that I could say that I really, really, really like to do is eyebrows. Um, what else? I'm 25. Uh, what else? What else do y'all want to know? <laughs> well, one, I just want to say you made me so excited that you're going back to school to become a master esthetician because I was a um, I basically was an admin to two master estheticians at the at the dermatology office that I told you about like a long time ago, and the amount of money that they were able to make was crazy. Yep. Um cool sculpting, they were doing facials, they were doing um, microdermablation, they were doing all type of stuff, extractions. I mean, the money was limitless. Right. So I'm so excited that you're doing that because I feel as if it's not, we don't know about enough Black estheticians or enough Black master um, estheticians. So I'm super excited about that because the money is unlimited. And then two, I don't have no brows underneath. Um, <laughs> the, Girl, mine's are microbladed. They already look good. I got them like at the beginning of January. Mm -hmm. They're microbladed because I never really had eyebrows, but I was like, I had to invest in eyebrows. That was the best $250 that I ever spent. <laughs> yeah, sign me up because mine are so thin. I think it came from like years of plucking my brows when I was in high school. I thought I was cute. So I used to pluck my brows. I don't know. And I wasn't feeling them in. I was just plucking them thin. You know, like I didn't know what I was doing. And I did. Yeah, that was the style. But I didn't realize that I was messing up the hair follicle. And so now my brows will not grow back. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I stressed myself out so bad. I was like, dang. What I'm about to tell y'all is a random fact. Since we're, this is about skincare and especially about um, African-American skin. So... The, as we know, estheticians are mainly made up of women, but only 3.5% of all the estheticians around the world is are Black women. 3.5%. Wow. More, but it's only 3.5% that are Black. Yep. Out of the whole esthetician field. Black woman. And then, of course, it's like I said, it's mainly dominated by women. It's just the type of field it is. But that little itty bitty percentage, that's so tiny. That is. Well, yeah. I'm happy. I'm so happy you're doing it. And I am glad that a lot of us are starting to become more aware of our skin. We're starting to take better care of our skin. We're starting to do a lot, a lot more self-care. So we're going to see estheticians and we're getting the facials and we're getting the waxes. Um, because I think beforehand, we really didn't know a lot about it. Right. One, because we never seen a lot of women in our family do it, honestly. Like, you know, doing self-care, going to get facials. We never really saw a lot of Black women going to get Botox. Right. You know, but it's all stuff. When I worked at the dermatology office, I was so surprised in how many African-American and women got Botox. I was like, I thought black didn't crack. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. But, you know, sometimes genetically, 
some yeah. people start to age a little faster. Yes, exactly. And then you got gravity and stuff like that that'll make you your skin, you know, sag a little bit. And then you have like people have a lot of sun damage that you gotta get a chemical pill to fit. Like it's just so much stuff. Um, but we'll go more into that because that's something that we already like. One of your questions is yeah. that. So we'll. Yeah. Say. So, um, okay, I'm sorry. I was reading the comments. So I wanted to ask you, what made you get into aesthetics? Was it personal experiences that made you want to get into skincare and helping just various women? Or was it something that you kind of saw, you know, because times are changing, trends are changing. Was it something that you saw and it made you want to pursue aesthetics? So I've always been really, really in the beauty industry since I was probably like five. Um, I, what I thought I wanted to do was hair. That's what I mainly thought that I was I wanted to do. Um, so I did go to cosmetology school when I was in high school. Um, but I really got into makeup. I've always been really, really into makeup. I think I discovered like the makeup side of YouTube when I was in the sixth grade. Okay. So um, makeup is what really got me into aesthetics. Um, but what really got me into skincare is when I started actively doing makeup because, you know, underneath the makeup, you want to have nice, healthy skin to put the makeup. So then I had no idea, like the whole esthetician world aesthetics is, it's becoming more popular now, but a few years ago, you didn't know what was, what's the esthetician? What is that? That's so true. You know what I'm saying? I literally have people that still don't really know what it is. They think I'm talking about, when I say, oh, you, you, I'm like, no, that's not what I do. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was mainly um, makeup. That's what really got me into skincare because I wanted to make sure that um, my skin was healthy underneath the makeup that I was putting on top of my skin. So I, I, that's what, that's honestly what got me into skin. But as far as waxing, um, Waxing was something that I did not, that was not what I planned on doing at all. Mm -hmm. When I was in school, I was like, I don't want to do it. Like, this is not what I want to do. I just want to do facials and makeup, facials and makeup. But when I was in school, I I actually had a natural talent for it because it is a such thing as being a bad waxer. A lot of people, how can you be bad at waxing? So it was just something that just kind of came natural to me. And actually, I, I would say that my classmates were the ones that really helped me, like, discover, like, maybe you should look into waxing because you're really good at it. And I'm a people person, too, so I know how to make people feel comfortable, comfortable. especially depending on the service that you decide to get. Because some yes. services are intimate. Um, but that's what really got me into wax and that by surprise because my mind was made up like I did not want to wax at all. Right. But it's just it came natural. It came natural to me. I know what you said about makeup caught my attention because you said that um basically you want to have a good canvas underneath the makeup. Right. And I think that a lot of people don't know that. So then they go get their makeup done done with this expectation of it's gonna cover up all my bumps. Mm look perfect you know yep. I'm basically what I see on Instagram is what I'm going to get but that's not the case because if you're not taking care of your skin if you don't have a consistent regimen then it may not turn out the way you want it to look or they may have to charge you more because you know they may be got to do a lot of color correcting or right. something like that exactly and a lot of times like you know when it comes to um makeup artists specifically they will filter their work and clients think they're gonna porcelain skin when they put the makeup on and you actually good makeup starts with good skin that's that's just the that's the 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 foundation of a nice foundation like a nice makeup you want to make sure your skin is nice and healthy underneath so that's what really made me get into skincare and then I started working out um Alta and then I got a job at Sephora so when I started working at Alta that's what really got me into skincare because I was able to try out and try out and like get I had got like gratis and I was talking mm-hmm. to the other like it was like two other estheticians at that time um that had already been to esthetician school for a few years this was what three years ago or four years ago now something like that I think it was three years ago but 
that it was honestly a little bit of that as well. Like I don't even actively do makeup anymore because oh wow yeah that's not what I'm passionate about. I just love right mm-hmm. yeah. That's really cool, though, because like you said, you worked out Ulta, you worked at Sephora, so you didn't really know that that was going to lead you to doing what you're doing now. But it's crazy how, you know, like God will align your align your life. So that way, you know, you already have the experience or basically he pretty much kind of helps create that desire for you. You know, you'd be right. looking at certain stuff. So with you working at Sephora and Ulta, I'm going to skip really quick. Mm-hmm. What products would you recommend for our skin if there were like three products that you could recommend us from Sephora or from Ulta for skin? Um, what would you recommend? Um, do you want like an actual brand? Yeah, just a brand. You don't have to do a specific product. I think a, a brand would be simpler. Okay, I would definitely recommend Dermalogica. Yes. Dermal- yes. Um, what's another good skincare? I like the ordinary. In the comments. Okay. Dermalogica, The Ordinary. What's another brand that I really like from Ulta? Um, I like. I do like. Uh, what is it? Therapy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Therapy is good. Dermalogica would be more on the. Um, it's a little more on, on the pricier side. And then CeraVe and The Ordinary is something that's a little bit more affordable. So if you're starting, like, just trying to get into skincare and just trying to build up your regimen, I would recommend looking into, like, The Ordinary and, like, CeraVe. And if you want to spend the money, definitely you can do the Dermalogica. Dermalogica is really good. I, I know you remember I went to cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. And you know, in cosmetology school, you have to cover everything. Right. So we use Dermalogica products and mm-hmm. their exfoliator was so bomb. You know, they had like the little water, um, the exfoliator that you add water to. Yeah, microfoliant. I got yes. a Oh. Yes, can you please? I can, yep. I got you. I hope y'all have y'all notebooks and that y'all are taking some notes. So I'm just going to read the comments while you're getting it. Whitney said, I love when a makeup artist shows their client's actual skin. They aren't scared to show that people have textured skin and can work with it. Right. Yep. That's absolutely true. Because they definitely, I don't have it right here. I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. I'll post it um, on the page, actually. And I put it in the comments. So they'll be able to go back to... um, they'll be able to come back to this and be able to see what products we were talking about. Okay. But I have heard about The Ordinary. I haven't tried it yet. But have you heard about um, Urban Skin RX? Have you heard anything about them? I have. um, I've heard mixed reviews. So with any, honestly, any brand, you're going to hear mixed reviews. Um, That's true. I just not, I have not personally have tried it. Okay recommend things that I have not tried. I've used CeraVe. I've used The Ordinary. I, I'm actively using Dermalogica. So those are just brands that I know that works, that worked for me. And just because it works doesn't mean it's going to work for anybody That's else. But <clears throat> I know they are just good, like, starter starter products for well, brands for your skincare regimen. That's good because I know a lot of us on the page are in the starter phase where everybody's starting to do self-care, starting to get a skincare regimen. So I was recommending a lot of ladies to, um, there was like a free consult with estheticians on, I want to say Urban Skin Rx and uh, what's the name of that other company? I can't remember the name of the other company, but they basically did free online consults. So that way, basically they'll help you with the regimen. Of course they were recommending their products. Right. But I told them, I'm like, at least you can find a similar cleanser or dupe, you know, that's maybe not, not as expensive, but kind of gives you the same, um, you kind of have the same effectiveness in a sense. Exactly. So I did recommend that. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm reading the comments, but one thing, also wanted to ask, since we're talking about skincare, I don't know if um, they may have covered it when you were in esthetician school, but since you went through school and now that you've graduated and you're working in the field, were there any myths that you heard about before school that now that you're actively working in the field that you know is like, okay, that is not true. African-American skin can do this, this, or we cannot do this or that. So I have two. 
So my first one would be, this is just like a general skin thing, but your pores do not open and close. That is false. So people think, oh, when I put on some warm oh water, I'm opening my pores, I put on cold water, I'm closing my pores. Your pores are not a door. They don't open and close. So that's, that's a myth. That's not a Jordan. Yeah, that's that's not a real thing. Um, I will say, well, people are like, well, why do people, you know, why do we steam? Well, why do you steam doing a facial? It's just to um, kind of soften the skin a little bit and break down any buildup and help stimulate. Oh. It's not to open up your pores. So that your pores yeah. are poor. You cannot open them and close them. That's the first. That's tea. Yeah, the second one is definitely that black skin does not need SPF. You need your sun. Yes. Your BFF. That's what my um, esthetician used to tell me. Uh, what my esthetician teacher used to tell, tell us that SPF is your BFF. Black skin needs sunscreen. You need yes. it. I, I don't care what you heard or what your grandma told you, but you need sunscreen. That is a myth. That is a myth. Biggest myth in the African Amer African American community that oh black people we don't need sunscreen. We do. That is so true. I know when I was working at Pariser, so for y'all that are listening, um, I was at a dermatology practice before we moved here to Japan. And um, of course, people who came in, some of them had skin cancer. Yep. And so there was one side of the department that did, like, you know acne they did stuff like that you know you would get your botox but there was another side that w did what they call Mohs surgery which was removing skin cancers um from skin mm -hmm. and i was shocked when i would see black people go over there because i'm like what's happening but they the doctor he told me he was like um I think he was Asian. He was like, yeah, black people don't put on sunscreen. African-American people don't wear sunscreen. He's like, you're leaving yourself susceptible to UV rays. He's like, and a lot of people are getting skin cancer. He's yeah. like, then they have to come in here. We have to remove it. Um, and sometimes they have to go deep into the skin layers to get it removed. And it was crazy because there was a guy who had a crater in the top of his head like this big from skin cancer because he was not wearing, he wasn't wearing a cap to protect the top of his head. Um, and I think he also had had one somewhere else, but it was this big and they had to carve out a hole and they had to dig through the different layers of the skin to get it out. Yep. And I could not believe it. And I was like, whoa, OK. So from then on out, I started um, getting start getting sunscreen. Of course, like we got discounts. I was able to get like, you know, really good sunscreens, but right. I could not believe it. And then I was also told that SPF is a good part of your skincare regimen, too. Yep. It definitely is. And I hate to hear that because, um, like I said, that's a, something that we grew up hearing. Oh, you don't you don't need sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Eat sunscreen. And 80 percent of premature aging comes from not wearing comes from the sun. So if you do not have that barrier protecting you from the sun, you will. Right. You will have premature aging. And mm -hmm. they always say what? Like don't crack. It can crack if you're not wearing sunscreen. It's you know? cracking. Exactly. It's cracking. It's cracking. <laughs> it's cracking. So um definitely wear make sure you wear sunscreen. Um, but yeah, it it's so common, like the skin cancer and all of that. Like people don't think that we we need sunscreen, or they don't think, oh, they're not gonna get um, you're not gonna get a sunburn. You can get a sunburn. You definitely. Oh my gosh! I don't yes. know if it's ever been like you know, like oh, you, you can't get a sun, you can't get sunburn. Yes, that was definitely a myth that I experienced when I was younger because I thought, well, I'm a darker of a darker complexion. She is not gonna sunburn. I was burnt, and it was to the point I was purple and it hurt so bad. I will never forget it. I think we were living in Virginia and I was younger. And went to the pool with the MWR and I was in so much pain when we went home and I was like dang I can't believe I really got sunburned I'm thinking because of dark skin like my skin is you know gonna protect me and that's not the case right I will say though um more the more melanin you have in your skin the more you are protected against UV but that's not a hundred percent because you have that melanin is it can is trying to block that 
the sun rays to come into the skin. It still, it still goes into the skin, but it's just not as fast as okay. lighter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have a lighter complexion. It, it'll, or if you're Caucasian, it'll go through quicker. It uh, us, but not as fast. Okay. Have that melanin that is protecting our our skin in a sense. That makes sense. So just reading, <laughs> reading the comments, Whitney says, so it was all a lie. It was absolutely a lie, Whitney. And um, she said, I never used sunscreen um, when I was a, I, as I, and I stayed outside as a kid. Whitney, blame daddy for that, y'all. Whitney is my sister. So that's why I'm <laughs> talking to her. We, I know that a lot of parents didn't know. Mm-hmm. Just go outside and don't don't come back in until it's time to eat. Right. So, you know, sometimes it, it was that case as far as sunscreen is a concern is concerned. But that's the whole point of this live is for us to be made aware after we're made aware what you do with the information is on your shoulders. So, you know, it's not like we can't say we didn't know. It's like not like we can't say, well, I haven't heard anybody say this before, because that's what this platform is for. So that way we can be made aware and we can start taking the necessary steps to get our skin in the place that we want to get it in. So I do want to ask mm -hmm. something else real quick, because I know you said your passion is for waxing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how many people on here get waxed. This is all women. When it comes down to waxing, um, how would you, what would you recommend? How, how, how should women care for themselves after waxing or what products would you recommend they use after getting like a really good wax, whatever type of wax they get? Um, I would definitely, so for one, with any part of your skin, you definitely want to make sure you exfoliate. Um, so what happens if you don't exfoliate, you create, the dead skin will keep piling up, piling oh. up. So that hair will try to break through, but it cannot break through if you have piles of dead skin on top. So mm -hmm. all this go right back into the skin and now you have ingrowns. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So definitely make sure that you exfoliate your skin. Um, I get my clients. So if my client client gets waxed on a Monday, I tell them not to start exfoliating until Wednesday okay. um, because your skin is more because because we are removing hair, we kind of are lightly exfoliating the skin. So I tell them to do it 48 hours after their wax and they usually do it three times a week. That's what I recommend. Do they do it? Okay. Some of them don't, but like I said, I can only tell you what to do, but I cannot, I can't go home with you and make you do it, you know? Right. So definitely make sure you exfoliate <clears throat> three to three times a week, um, 48 hours after you get waxed. Definitely make sure that you um, moisturize your skin. If you want something, uh, so my job, we have our own brand of products, but if you want like a good oil to put on your skin, definitely a lighter oil. So like a jojoba oil, a grapeseed oil. Um, I forgot the name of this other oil um, that we use. It's lemon something, like something of a lighter order, not a lighter oil, nothing too thick, no mm -hmm. oil or anything like that, that can like clog you know, your pores up or anything like that. You definitely don't want anything too thick. So something of a lighter oil. You can do, um, and I wouldn't recommend that. I would, just jojoba and um, grapeseed. That, that would be my, and um, almond oil too. So those would be my top three as far as putting like moisturizing your skin. Mm -hmm. And then, well, so oil does not moisturizing the skin. That's just, that's not, a, that's not, it's not. You need something to put on your skin to right. that oil. So I would definitely recommend, um, I like shea butter to put on top of the oil. So you could do like a shea butter. Um, all the products that we have at my job is all natural. Um so I that's what I would recommend. Just exfoliate and moisturize. And if you get waxed, stay consistent because that's how you get the best results. Um, It's not really. Oh, and I will say this. This is a big one. Mm -hmm. Get a wax. Please, please, please. So you're like I said, your, your skin is more exposed because we mm -hmm. did. You can, you can continue, Jordan. I'll be right back. Okay. You definitely, um, 
your your skin is more exposed after you get a wax. So you definitely want to make sure that um you don't do anything to make you cause like to make you sweat a lot. So exercise, pool, sauna, beach, sex, all of that stuff, you want to at least wait 24 hours to um indulge in those type of activities. Um so that's what I would recommend. Those would be my my top things. That's the the top four things that I live by. Just staying consistent, exfoliating, moisturizing, and then just following your post care. And pretty much all those other three things is your post care. And that's really it. Um I don't let me look at the I think I can see the chat. Um, the first time was painful for me, but after the next couple of visits, it's a piece of cake. Yeah, that's how your first wax is always your most uncomfortable. If you get waxed on a daily, um, it won't be as bad because what's happening is when we remove the hair, we're shrinking the hair follicle. So now it's going to take longer for the hair to come through the hair follicle and the hair will be finer. It'll grow back slower. And some people, I have some clients that have been getting waxed for 20 years. So they don't even have hair that grows back in certain areas. So that's a, another thing too. So that's why just being consistent. I recommend um, every four to five weeks and I wouldn't go any because your hair your hair grows in three different cycles so if you consistent your hair will all be on a different growth cycle so I would definitely just recommend the consistency for sure I'm reading the comments Kira says she's scared Kira are you scared about getting waxed I have never been waxed before Jordan so okay. um are you open to trying it I am. I just have I just have never had the time to. And then when I did have the time to do it, I was like, you know what? I backed out. And so because I just didn't know how it was going to feel. My sister Whitney was talking to me about it. And she was like, the first time is just it's a little painful. The first the, I, I, I ain't did it yet. I know that some women over here do wax. Um, they do offer services like that over here. They offer like microblading and stuff like that. So it's not like the resources are not available to me. Right, right. Um, she doesn't have the time just yet. Right. But it's going to hurt. But it's <laughs> but it's so worth it. I definitely do want to try. And I do hear a lot of women who suffer from ingrown hair say, like, you know, it was brought down to a minimal amount. Like, you know, once they started waxing, because shaving just is not good for everybody. Right. Some women cannot shave, right. especially those, like you said, um, who get ingrown hairs a lot, or sometimes I guess like if your hair is a lot coarser, right. your hair tends to grow back into that hair follicle. And so exactly. it's a whole nother thing. Ashley said, I got my first one when I was pregnant. Ashley. Yeah, I have, I'm trying to tell you, I would say I have a lot of pregnant clients right now. A lot of them. Really? Um, yes. When you are pregnant or cause I do, I do wax my clients when they are on their cycle, um, okay. on your cycle to get waxed, you just have to go in the bathroom, freshen up and put in a fresh tampon. All of that stuff is in the bathroom. We keep all of that in the bathroom. Okay. When you are pre pregnant or when you are on your cycle, you will be a little bit more sensitive because of your hormones. Okay. So, but it's, it's possible. I, like I said, I have a lot of clients that are pregnant right now and I have a lot of clients who have actually just given birth in the past two weeks and they went whack they got waxed their whole pregnancy i mean from when they first found out all the way up until i had a wow. oh she came in the day before she was going to get induced okay um, to get waxed because she was like i don't want them to shave me down there and, da -da -da -da. <laughs> and she was actually past 40 weeks i think she was 42 weeks I hope this wax put me in labor. I said, girl, it's, it, it ain't no guarantee. I'm you like, don't count on it. Right. Don't. No. Mm -mm. Nope. I did not know that. I do know a lot of men, a lot of women say they get waxed when they're pregnant because, I mean, your stomach is in the way and it's just, you don't see feet, you don't see knees, no toes, no nothing. So I understand why women do get waxed. I have not tried it yet. Tara said, I want to try it again, but fearful. Well, Tara, Jordan is in Virginia. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So you can book with her. I left her um, booking information. I think the link um, to her booking site in our previous post. Um, So I definitely say you you should schedule with Jordan. Um, I'm sure she will make you feel very, very comfortable with doing it. Girl, go look at the reviews. That's what people, that's their top. She's so, I literally walk you through the whole thing. We're having a good conversation. So you're not even paying attention to the actual pain. And I don't want to say it's pain. Very quick. Okay. Like if you have children or if you have tattoos and piercings, you can get a wax. You can definitely get a wax. So y'all hear that for the ladies that are on this live that are in the 757, Jordan is local. Jordan is in Virginia. Her booking information is in the previous post. Um, so, okay, Ashley says she's coming to see you. It's the new clientele for me. Okay, girl. I- <laughs> and we need y'all to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. Chelsea says she be having full-blown conversations during her wax. Yep. I, do, I literally hear... Um, I hear so much. Like It's literally a free venting session when you get a wax. Like, excuse me, like we, we talk about everything. Like some of my clients have become some of my closest friends. <clears throat> yep. So we like, some of my, me and my clients, we literally here with it, literally here with it. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I mean, you have no choice but to be friends with your wax lady, because at this point she's all in your business. So yeah, we going to be best friends because right. now you know me, know me. Right. And a lot of, a lot of, um women are very uncomfortable like oh my god i don't want nobody to see down there i'm gonna be completely honest y'all once you've seen one you haven't seen them all (laughs) by the time you get off that table i'm not gonna remember what it looked like like i'm not i'm not judging it like i got my own to worry about (laughs) you know what i'm saying like I'm, I don't remember. So it's nothing to be uncomfortable about. I mean, of course, you're probably gonna be like, oh, my gosh, she really about the, you know, really be in there. But mm-hmm. you want the hair gone. So I got to get it out. It's, it, right. it's a task that I have to complete. That's it. And it's over and done with. They up off the table and they're going on to the next thing after that. Yep. So I say for my waxes, it takes me between. I'm a perfectionist. So I try to get everything. Yeah. It's not always doable. Um, but it takes me between 15 and 20 minutes. 20 That's minutes. Yeah, I'm I'm quick with it. I'm laying, 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 pulling, pulling, like be having a conversation and I'm getting you in and out. Yeah. That's not bad because I never knew the time frame for it. I never knew, like, you know, <laughs> if it was something that really took a, a very long time or not. So I, I didn't know that, but I'm learning something because like I said, I have I have been been waxed before. I've definitely thought about it, especially with um, my most recent pregnancy because I was humongous. I was humongous in my first pregnancy, y'all. I had a run in with Nair, and Nair one. I didn't. It was it was bananas. Yeah. It was. How can I put this in a nice way? I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital, y'all. Nair, it was so horrible because I guess I, I I slipped and I didn't put something somewhere where it was supposed to be. Right, and y'all. I was hollering something, and my husband was like, "What happened?" I was like, "I messed up." So, Jordan. Oh, I have a question for you, Jordan. Whitney said, "Do you all offer sugaring services or just wax?" Um, just waxing. Mm-hmm. Um, sugaring is very. I don't. I thought I wanted to learn how to sugar. Um, I don't think I. I, I don't think I. That's something that I want to do anymore. Um, sugaring is another form of hair removal, but it's different. So when you get wax, we're looking at the direction of your hair growth, and I'm laying the wax in the direction of your hair growth, and I'm pulling away from it. I'm pulling against it. When you get sugar you're applying the sugar away from your hair growth and you're pulling away from your hair growth. So as they're pulling it, it can feel a little bit more um, like it's more, you can feel it pulling a little bit more because they're not going in the the natural direction of your hair growth. They're going against it. But sugaring is because it is all natural. It's said to be better for the skin. 
Um, but I do not, I do not sugar, but if anybody is interested in getting sugar, I do know someone that you can go to, to get sugar. Um, I worked with her for a year and she's really, really good at sugar. And I, I don't want to try it. Um, I'm good with just getting waxed. And I know a lot of, a lot of people are wondering, this is the top question I always get. Do I wax myself? That's the, that's always the first question that I get from people inquiring minds yes and the answer is no <laughs> I do not wax myself um I can but I just I not to only because it's just a lot of the, you know what I'm saying it's a lot of maneuvering around when I could just lay on the bed and let somebody else let wax somebody me. else do it in 10-15 minutes and go about my way. So I do not wax myself, but absolutely I could. I just choose not to. And I am I'm a I'm dramatic. I'm very dramatic. And so I will let the strip sit for long and don't want to pull it. And it's just so I do not wax myself, but I absolutely can if I wanted to. I just opt not to because it'll take so much longer for me to do it opposed to letting somebody else do it. So That's I don't know. So so, y'all, I want to give y'all just a few moments to ask Jordan some questions. We've been up here for, like, 30 minutes, y'all. I told her, like, 25, so I lied. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I want to give you guys just a few moments to ask her some questions. They do take a second to kind of load on our side. Um, so, if you guys have some questions for Jordan, please, please, please ask her. But, um as soon as we are done with this live, y'all, I need y'all to do me a huge favor. Make sure y'all follow Jordan's social media um, and make sure that y'all are referring her services. Make sure y'all go to her. The people, I'm reading the comments too, so I'm sorry. The people that are in Virginia, she, what part of Virginia are you um, Are you servicing out of? Um, well, the the location is in Newport News, but I'll have, I honestly have clients come from Maryland. So people, if people, people would drive if they want it done. So, yes. but I'm, I am, the shop is located in Newport News, but people come from all over. So you, people will travel and pay for what they want. So y'all, she's in Newport News, but it's nothing but a jump hopping. Right, right. Depending on what part you're in. So I'm trying to see if people are asking questions yet. I think it is loading really, really slow. I did want to suggest two sunscreens. Um, yes, please. I don't have the other one. Actually, the other one is actually in my car because I always try to keep sunscreen in my car. But this one right here is by Dermalogica. And it's called the Clearing Defense SPF 30. And it's, it looks just like this. It is good for people who have oily skin. My skin is more in a combination oily. So I really, really like this sunscreen. I got it from Ulta. And then the other sunscreen that I like is the Black Girl sunscreen. I love that sunscreen. I, that's the I one I about that. Yes, that's the one that I keep in my in my car because I use it on my body. And then this is the one I use on my face. And you should be reapplying your sunscreen throughout the day as well. So I'm so happy you did. You recommended the sunscreen because I earlier I was just Googling um, sunscreens. And mm -hmm. if y'all see me moving, my baby is like moving in my lap. But um, I was just Googling sunscreens and I was Googling black girl sunscreen. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know because I had kind of been, like you said, hearing mixed reviews about their sunscreen for like acne prone skin or stuff like that. So I had been looking into them and I'm glad you said it because it confirms me wanting to go ahead and purchase with them. They have a, um, I have not tried it because I was just using a regular black girl sunscreen and it was mm -hmm. for my skin that's already oily. That's so what I heard. I looked super greasy. So um, then they came out with, they actually have one for your kids too. They have a black girl sunscreen for your kids and they I have a, a mattifying one. I just have not tried it, but I will try that one for my face. But I, this is just the one that I've been using for my face and I like it. And that's the Dermalogica. Mm -hmm. It's the Dermalogica Clearing Defense SPF 30. Oh, and I will say you need SPF 30. That's another thing, too. SPF 15. No, SPF 30. SPF 30. That's the. Okay. That's <laughs> um, let's see. 
Okay, so Ashley Price wants to know what is the importance of serums and when should you use them? So the importance of serums, so serums, every part of the skin, every part of your skincare regimen is important, but serums is really, serums are your best friend in a sense of really whatever that serum that you're using, like let's say it's a serum, a vitamin C serum, that vitamin C is an active ingredient because it's going to help brighten your skin up so they are really good they're more concentrated like they have like if you have a vitamin c they have more like it has the most vitamin c in it and that, that's what really does the job you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. that's the importance of a serum so i don't know if you want to put this write this down too but i can give you all the steps of your skincare um, if you want to take notes, uh, a.m. and p.m. So um, in the morning, I do um, a cleanser, a toner. What do I do? Cleanser, toner, um, a serum. I use uh, hyaluronic acid. <clears throat> Even on my skin, hyaluronic acid is really, really good for um, dry skin. My skin is it. It is oily. Um, combination oily, but my skin is extremely dehydrated right now um, because I have not been drinking a lot of water. And, I'm just about to ask that. Yeah, so my skin is and dehydration is not a is not a skin type. That's a skin condition. So even if my skin is on the oilier side, it can still be dehydrated. So I'm using a lot of um, hydration products on my skin right now because it's just lacking that moisture right now. So I use a cleanser, a toner. I'm using a hyaluronic acid. Then I put on my eye cream. So put on your serums. You can actually, it, a serum and eye cream can be interchangeable. It just depends on the esthetician. So serum, eye creams. Then you can put on your moisturizer. And then you will put on SPF. That's AM. PM, I use, I'm really, really extra, y'all. Um, I use a pre-cleanse. I use a regular cleanser. If I'm wearing makeup, I cleanse my skin technically three times because I use um, like a makeup melt away. Then I use micellar water. Then I'll wash my face like with the, my actual cleanser. Okay. Um, I, well, that's if I'm wearing makeup. That's when I do it three times just to really make sure that it's off. And then um, so cleanser, toner, that's always first. Well, pre-cleanse and at, at night, pre-cleanse, cleanser, toner. Then I would do my um, serum. Serum, or you can do, like, if anybody use, like, a Retin-A or Retinol, Vitamin A, any of those type of products, you would put that on. Then you would put on um, your moisturizer. Some people are really into, like, the skin essence. I don't really use any of that type of stuff. Um, I've been hearing a lot about that, especially over here. Right. A lot. Honestly, where you're at, they are 100% ahead of the game. Yes. In care. Yes. 100% ahead of the game. So yes. they do a lot of, um, I don't use an essence on my skin, but some people, they, they do that whole shebang. I don't. Then I put on a moisturizer. And I do use, um, I like vitamin A's and stuff like that and retinols and things like that. Because that's the product that kind of helps with everything. Uh, acne, it helps with brightening. Like, it's just a, a good, a good product that helps with everything. So that's, that's how you would apply, apply your products from AM to PM. I'm so happy that you did a breakdown because a lot of people didn't know that there are certain products that you should use at night. Right. Certain products that you should use during the day because some stuff you just don't want to be in the sun with. And I remember my esthetician used to say that to me all the time. She had gave me a <laughs> she gave me a retinol and she was like, do not walk out of the house with this on right. in the morning. He told me for my skin type, she was like, you need to use this at night. Um, she was like, just make sure. And then she told me like, do it, doing very small amounts to get my skin accustomed to it. Um, so some stuff you do have to use at a smaller, um, 
great. Whitney said, I have dry and oily skin and constantly try different moisturizers, but I get super oily. What brands do you recommend? I'm guessing for combination skin. So Whitney, I, let me ask you this. This is always a, a question. Has your skin always been that way or is it due to the pregnancy? Because when you're pregnant, your skin, you know, it's your hormones are are all over the place. So that before I give you an answer, that's what I'm gonna ask you. Is it always like that? Or is it you just notice it noticing it because you are pregnant? So I, that's what that's my first and I'll um, let you know as far as a product. So I can say I know when I was pregnant, this second time my skin was so dry one because I moved to a different area. So I know climate change did it because Japan is we're on the other side of the world. Right. And so over here, it gets extremely hot mm -hmm. on top of the humidity. The humidity will make one day last summer, the, um, you know, like your weather app said it was 105. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God. So I know sometimes that will do it. Right. Okay. He said it has always been this way, but it's picked up since I've been pregnant. Um, I'm trying to think. What what is your skincare looking like now? Like, what are you using as far as the steps? Are you cleansing? Are you toning? Do you have a serum? Uh, and I know with certain products that you can't use, so no active ingredients. Don't use any active ingredients. Honestly, I always recommend to my clients when you're pregnant, try to stay on a simple routine for your skin because you cannot, you know, can't do that. But I'm trying to think. So for it being oily, where is the oily at? Is the oily in the, in the T-zone or... Because to me, it's sounding more like, of course, combination oily skin. But I need to know exactly where it is more oily and more dry. Let's see. So I'm waiting for her response. Give me just, oh, wait. What did I just do? Give me just a second. Okay. Oh, sorry, guys. Um. Okay, I think she may be... <laughs> I think she may be responding because it's, I don't know why, but it's taking just a second for the um, comments to load. Let me make sure I didn't miss anyone's question really quick. Oh, and Whitney tagged your business Instagram in the comments too. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm that. Give me just a second, y'all. Oh, I see her. I just see her um, mess her response i'm only in my t-zone definitely and around my nose and dry on my cheeks um that's how my skin is as well um so you said for a good you said moisturizer yeah i think she said yeah she said different moisturizers but i tend to get oily um the moisturizer that i like well i have this moisturizer I'm not using it right now because my skin is dehydrated. So I'm on a whole different regimen, but, um, I use, I would recommend a lighter, a lighter moisturizer, nothing too heavy because, um, your skin is producing some type of oil. I do like this. Uh, I like skin script, but do I have it? Let me see. I don't have it out. I don't have it out, but, um, I do like, um, skin script it's called the aloe it's an aloe vera light moisturizer i really really do like it for combination um oily skin and um because it is summer it's that's another thing too you don't want to put anything that's too heavy on your skin especially with your with the sweating and stuff like that so definitely i think you can get it i'll send you a website um, skin script is only a brand that licensed professionals can get, but I have a, I know of a website that sells skin script products to, um, anybody. So you don't have to be licensed to get it. So I'll send that to you. I'll DM you and send that to you, or I'll just message. I'll mess, put it in the, in the chat. I'll send it to you. And then you can put it in the group if you want to. That's where they can get okay. like, yeah, because that'll help the other ladies who, maybe pregnant, expecting, right. or have a similar skin concern, right. they'll know what, um, they'll know what products to get. Right, right. Let's and see. 
I recommend finding a esthetician. If you, is everybody based here in Virginia? No, um, some are in Florida. Whitney is in Mississippi, right? Um, and I'm not sure where some of the other ladies are, but majority majority of the ladies are in Virginia. Okay, I would recommend wherever you are finding a esthetician, um, and getting a facial just so you can understand understand um your skin better figure out your skin type because like i said um just because you you may think you know but in actuality it's different little indications to to show what type of skin that you um have so i will say if you have a larger pores your skin is more on the oilier side because more sweat and um sebum and things like that can come through the pore. So if you have more of a bigger pore, your skin is probably more on the oilier side. Um, dry skin is going to feel dry all the time. So a lot of people get dry skin and dehydrated, mixed up. The How you can tell oh, how, wow. how my skin was de dehydrated because it was flaky. Flaky is a sign of dehydration. Oh, okay. Dry, you're not going to have any you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be dry. And it's going to be dry everywhere. It that makes sense. Dry hair, dry hair. You know, my skin was dehydrated. And it, I knew it was dehydrated because all of the areas where I get oily was all flaky. And that's, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? For my skin. Yeah. So don't, don't get dehydration and dry skin, like, mixed up. It's only, it's four skin types. It's combination whether that go combination oily or combination to normal, whatever. So you got combination, you got normal, you got dry, and you got oily. It's only four skin types. Dry, dehydration is not a skin type. That is a skin condition because that can, that's going to change. That makes sense. So at least people will now know what, what categories to try to place themselves in, like right. you said, by looking at their skin, seeing if, like you said, you're dry all over um, or if you are just experiencing dehydration from lack of water, that's something that we've been doing on the skincare challenge is increasing our water, which it makes a huge difference in your water intake. Your skin looks 10 times better. Most people hate to drink it because it doesn't taste like anything. Right. And it's kind of boring, but our body needs it. And our skin is our largest organ, y'all. So we have to make sure that we're hydrating the largest yeah. organ that we got. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I have been doing a lot of research on this product. It's called liquid chlorophyll. Have you seen? I have. Um, I actually bought a bottle. I have not tried it yet, but it's supposed to it's supposed to help with your skin. Um, it's, it's really supposed to help with everything. But I think the majority of the women who have been trying it have seen they've seen the most difference in their skin. So I've heard it, but I've, I, I guess I'm like. Like you said, I have to do research because I be seeing so much and then I be seeing like people doing the sea moss and it's like so much people are doing now on social media. Right. So I'm like, let me see if I see a few more people talking about it. But I have seen a lot of skincare enthusiasts like myself um, <laughs> because we don't have a license, but a lot of us are, um, especially women of color, are definitely um, advertising liquid chlorophyll or something like that. Right. Tracy said I've heard about it but I was scared to try it. So I guess we have to do our research and really figure it out or somebody got to be the brave person to give it a shot. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't put it on Wednesday. I just have not, you can put it in, um, the girl that I seen do it, she put it in like a glass of like lemon water and she dropped, I think it was 15 drops in there and she just chugged it down. But I've seen girls who have done it, put it in like, in like their smoothie. So that's another option as well. Okay, that makes um, sense. They said, about two weeks, you can start noticing a difference. But this is something else, too. When it comes to your skincare, you need to give something a full 30 days before you rule it out. Very true. We get we get mad and we be like, well, it didn't work. I used it for two weeks. Right. And I saw no results. So a full 30 days of a consistent skin regimen is definitely going to show results. Right. I would say I would even say 30, 30 days to 45 days. So just give it a good give it a good month, month and a half and don't switch all your skincare products out at once. Because if you put, get all new products and you're not, it's, you're not getting the results that you want. How do you know? It's just not one product. That's, that's true. 
you didn't change your whole regimen. Now you don't know which product is working and which one isn't. So I always tell people to slowly, slowly introduce your skin something. So, and then if you decide to use like any vitamin A or retinol, anything like that, don't, like you said, don't use it at night and slowly introduce it to your skin. When I first got on vitamin A, I was in school and my instructor recommended me to do it every I don't know if it was every other night or every two nights or like three times a week or something like that. You have to slowly work your skin up to right. like that. And do not go out in the sun with it because it makes your, your your skin more you makes your skin more sensitive to the sun. That's and true. Peel either right now. This is not chemical peel season. You said don't do chemical peels right now. Oh, tell no. us why. So chemical peels. It's going to your skin, your, your, it's a chemical. So, and it's going to slowly, you know, um, shed the, the dead skin. It's going right. to be more sensitive to the sun. And during the summertime, what is it? Mainly sun. That's true. So you, this is not chemical pill season. If someone's trying to persuade you to get a, get a chemical pill right now, or you're thinking about it, don't do it. I would say wait till like October. If you're going to get a chemical pill, do it in the winter. That's true. And I can say when I did get my chemical pill done on the first Epitome of Black Beauty page, um, it, was, it wasn't it was as hot. <laughs> it wasn't as hot. And it was a good experience for me. And I, I wanted to go back and get another one. So that's something that I am missing over here. Um, but I, I totally recommend chemical pills. I've seen amazing results from women getting chemical pills and just seeing a difference in their skin and in their confidence. It was crazy. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm not seeing any more comments. So y'all, we are going to let Jordan go. Maybe Jordan can come back and do a part two for us with makeup or something like that. I would love to have you come back and talk to us again because these are healthy, good conversations that we need to hear about our skin. And it all resorts back to self-care, y'all, about us taking care of ourselves mm -hmm. and taking care of our skin. It's what we need to do. And we need to have more brown girl conversations. Yes. Um, so that way we can pass this information on to like our younger sisters and our younger cousins. Um, it, all of that. I could, sorry, I couldn't hear you. But um, Jordan, can you again share your social media handles with us really quick? Um, so my, uh, esthetician page is Jordan is J O R D A N dot bear B A R E bikini. Hold tight y'all just a second. Um, Jordan was okay. There she is. Just a second. Um, Yep, we can hear okay. you. Someone called me. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, it's uh Jordan J O R D A N Bear. Oh, it's Jordan Dot Bear B A R E. Um, bikini B I K I N I Brow. And Whitney put it here. So y'all, I have it tagged um in the comments. So that way, you guys who are in Virginia will be able to um go and see Jordan for your for your self-care services. So it is right here, Jordan.bear bikini brow. And you guys can book with her. Please make sure you book with her. If you're not in the area, refer her to someone who is in the area and make sure y'all are following her social media page. So Jordan, thank you again. No I'm so happy that you took out the time to do this with me. And maybe we can do another time yep. um, and have another real good conversation. So thank yes. you so much. No problem. I'm going to send over the... Um the uh website that you can get like the professional grade skincare without being licensed yes okay y'all so jordan's gonna send it over and when she sends it to me i will post it on the page so i hope y'all have a good morning um again y'all follow jordan invite people to the page and make sure y'all are supporting her business y'all have a good morning have a good y'all okay, Thank you for listening to the skincare tea with Jordan and I. It was such a pleasure being able to speak with her and discuss skincare for girls that look just like us. Okay.
if you know you know so just make sure you stay tuned to what is happening here with her talk where we are healing evolving and reclaiming everything owed to us by way of good conversation so please make sure you share this and also while you're at it do me a favor because i'm quite sure your phone is in your hand join my facebook group by the name of epitome of black beauty it is a page where god is pouring into us as women our confidence everything of who we are as a woman of color he's making us love on ourselves again and to see ourselves in a brand new light and perspective and we're also learning a lot hence the skincare live that you just listened to so stay tuned i will be talking to you very very soon and you already know what i'm about to say i'm gonna call you back